this world has been connected. And now darkness within darkness awaits you. In the end, every heart returns to the darkness whence it came. Welcome to the Answer Report Podcast! This is episode number 26 in the longest running Kingdom Hearts podcast in the world by those damn podcasters. We are the damn podcasters. My name is Mike, and with me as always is my brother, Jason. Hello, Jason. What is up? How's it going, dude? Dude, we back. Some people didn't want us to be back, but we're back anyway. Well, that's that's every week. Uh, that's true. This is like the longest break I think we've ever taken with the Ansem Report, and it was mostly due to me. Jason had a little bit of involvement of it not happening, but not as I don't think I don't want to give him credit. It's mine. I'm taking the credit. <laughs> I mean, uh, <laughs> there was at least one week where it wouldn't have mattered. I couldn't do it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. So he had uh, a lot of stuff going on with his job, and I also had a lot of stuff going on with my job. And, you know, um, I posted a letter that uh, is still up. You guys can read it if you'd like. But basically the idea is I just wasn't feeling it. And um, when I say that, a lot of people took that as I'm, like, burnt out from the answer report. And I see why that's what you took from that. Um, That's not actually how I feel. I feel burnt out. Or uh, felt uh, some, somewhat still do feel burnt out on just life. Um, the Ansem Report is actually one of my favorite things I do on a weekly basis, hands down. Um, but the reason I didn't feel like we could do it was because I didn't feel like in my mental state that I had that I could do it justice because it's very important to me. Uh, I know we joke around about how we don't you know, plan anything and we just kind of shoot the shit or whatever, which is partially true, but it's also, um, a very important thing to me that we get right. And I didn't feel like we could get it right because of me at that point, if that makes any kind of sense. So that's, that's why we took a bit of a break. Uh, and you know, it just kind of coincided with Jason being super busy at his job and me also being super busy at my job. And so to me, it just made sense to just wait till now to, to come back after, you know, I think it was four weeks or something like that. Um, that, that's yeah, basically it. 
everything's fine. You know, I, I just think sometimes in life you just get into these funks and I was in one, you know? Um, yeah. No particular reason, a lot of little reasons, but nothing like worth talking about here even. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like sometimes that just happens. Sometimes it just and, gets you down. Right, right. Um, I But I want to thank everybody who, uh, after I posted that letter to let you guys know what was going on, you know, my intention wasn't, hey, everybody will be nice to me, but you guys were. And so uh, <laughs> I I, uh, I really appreciate that, everybody that said, you know, uh, something nicer or, or had happy thoughts my way. I really do appreciate that. You guys are the best. Uh, Jason and I, I will speak for him in saying that we are very uh, – blessed that we're able to do this show and um if you're worried that it was going somewhere permanently you should not be because nah. like i said this is one of this is one of my favorite things i do in my life is this is this podcast and uh not ready to give it up yet not until we're uh you know the longest running by a lot <laughs> all right we're currently we're definitely currently the longest running yeah, no right? one stopped the count no one don't stop the count the, there, there weren't write-in votes. We are the longest running by a lot. It's true. Um, but yeah, so that's, I guess, I just wanted to give you guys a little, like, kind of update. I'm doing great. Yeah. Um, still some issues in life, but, you know, they're always going to be, and all we can do is kind of just, you know, deal with them the best we can and push forward. Yeah. So that's what, that's what we're doing Sometimes here Sometimes it's just a know? season, you know? Just a season yeah. of, of being a little bit down and... That's the thing is it's always it's, it's seasonal. It's always temporary. You're you're always gonna come right. back out of it. But right, yeah. But we're back. Light, light, uh, bad, bad, and good things are temporary, and it's important to remember that. True. Because when it's a bad thing, it helps you get through it. When it's a good thing, you remember to enjoy it. You know. True. So uh, I am remembering to enjoy the longest running Kingdom Hearts podcast and being a co-host of it. So thank you guys. Uh, we have a very special announcement, Jason. Very actual, important. Actual, not a joke. <laughs> not a joke. Actual, very important announcement. Bit. Very important announcement. Jason and I have spent all day uh, kind of coming up with a, a plan here because we told you guys if we hit 1,000 followers on Twitch that we would do a subathon. And we originally wanted to do it in November, but the, uh, then that coincided with Jason being busy at work, and so it didn't make a lot of sense. But we have an announcement date. We will be doing our starting our subathon on Tuesday, December thirteenth, at two p.m. EST is when we'll start. So when it'll start. We, when will it end? No one knows. Who knows? Actually, we know. We, well, yeah, we we know. Yeah, <laughs> we we know. It, it is going to be a cap subathon, but we are not ready to reveal the cap yet. Um, it's pretty damn long. <laughs> it's pretty damn long. Uh, this this ain't your daddy's subathon, all right. And I can also announce that we at two p.m. on that day, the thirteenth, thirteen ha Kingdom Hearts, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you forget, just think Kingdom Hearts, right? Just think Kingdom Hearts, the thirteenth. We will be starting kicking it off with our first ever playthrough of Kingdom Hearts Recoded. Finally, I just feel like that deserves some claps. Finally. Finally, we will be visiting Recoded. Except, I mean, I mean, I, I we watched the dumb movie back in the day. Yeah, but yeah. I don't think that's uh, 
I don't think that's that's the same thing, honestly. No, We're yeah. gonna play recorded. I, I'm actually pretty excited to play it, even though I've always just like been like recorded and then physically and mentally and spiritually rolled my eyes. Yep. Well, I remember I started. We were we literally did a bit where we were recording us watching the movie. I don't know if you remember this. I fell asleep multiple times. <laughs> I knew that I we didn't have a camera. It was just recording our voice. Yeah. I knew we were recording. <laughs> and I said, Mike, you can't fall asleep. You're recording. I fell asleep multiple times. <laughs> because it was just so, so long. And I'm sure I was tired and all that. Yeah. Um, but, you know, uh, it just felt not enjoyable. <laughs> but I'm ex- I heard I heard actually the gameplay is one of the best parts of Recoded. Yeah, which yeah. It is a video game, so that makes and that it like some changes a lot. I'm excited. Yeah, so we're gonna play. Uh, we're probably gonna beat the whole game. Yeah, probably. Uh, and then we have a lot of other stuff planned. Uh, a lot of cool, fun stuff for a subathon. If you don't know what a subathon is, because I I forget sometimes that some of our audience doesn't know what Twitch is. Or like, are they know what it is, but they're not maybe as in tune to that culture as we are. Um, it's basically the idea is we start with a timer of how long the stream is going to be, and then every sub we get, we add time to the timer uh, until uh, we cap it. Which some people do uncapped ones. Uh, we unfortunately have jobs, and so we can't do an uncapped one. But basically, the idea is every sub adds ten minutes to the timer, and. Um, so you guys get to control how long we stream the, for. Yeah, the stream won't go off. It'll be if anyone's been to the charity stream, it's gonna be kind of similar to that, where it's just you're gonna wake up and we'll be live. You're gonna go to bed and we'll be live. You know? Yes. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> so and maybe we'll be sleeping on stream. Who yeah. knows? Yeah. Who knows what's gonna maybe happen? Maybe just take a nap with us. You know? Right. But there's gonna be a lot of shenanigans. Oh uh, yeah. It's it's gonna be a lot of fun. We're planning a lot of really fun stuff. Tara will be involved. I know there's True. a lot of Terra fans out there, be there. as there should be. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, we're, we're if you've been to our charity streams, you kind of know the level of excitement and cool things to expect. And, we, you know, if you know anything about me, you know that I real I'm, I'm real big on putting on not a show necessarily, but like a events, an event. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like I, I, I like to make sure uh, things like this are special and they're things that I remember and hopefully you guys remember for a long time. So if you haven't really hung out with us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Super Spaghetti Bros, that's where the subathon will be. We're very excited about it. December 13th. We got a few weeks till then, obviously. But we wanted to just announce it to everybody yeah. and announce the recoded part of it because I know a lot of you have been looking forward to us playing through Kingdom Hearts Recoded. So there's there's our announcement. Anything else you want to say about it, Jay? I mean, no, I'm just I'm just really excited. I guess a little teaser. I don't I don't know. Maybe, maybe we'll come up with some like stupid artwork or something. <laughs> but like a lot of it has to do with the letter R randomly. For some it wasn't reason. even on For purpose. Some reason. Yeah. For some reason. So just keep that in mind. Um Should we starting, call it like a starting with recoded. <laughs> Should we call it a rubathon? Just replace the like. That's how Scooby Doo would say it. A rubathon, ready? <laughs> no rubathon gives the wrong idea for sure. Yeah, there will be no rubbing. <laughs> there will be no rubbing at this uh, rubathon unless, unless. Oh, but yeah, uh, 
we're very excited about it. It's going to be a lot of fun. I hope you guys will be. There'll be Kingdom Hearts stuff, but there'll be other stuff too. Stuff that you've come to expect from us. Maybe some stuff that you haven't seen from us before. So um, please be excited. We hope you will please look forward to it. No mural laughs. Moving on. If you listen to this podcast, you're probably a pretty big Kingdom Hearts fan, right? That's fair to say, Jason? I would say probably, yeah, to a varying degree. So this this announcement probably doesn't this next this next part we're going to talk about this next bit of news if you will probably won't move any needles for you but hey maybe you're you're I know we've had some fans that maybe have only played one Kingdom Hearts game or a specific one or and they haven't been able to play different ones this month of November PlayStation Plus has added pretty much every Kingdom Hearts game that you can play to their extra PS Plus extra so there's PS Plus please PS Plus Extra and PS Plus Premium. Jeez, right? This is the <laughs> I didn't extra. Even know that. <laughs> so it's the, the mid tier. Okay. It's the mid tier PS Plus, and it has Kingdom Hearts HD 1.5 2.5 Remix, Kingdom Hearts HD 2.5 Final Chapter Prologue, Kingdom Hearts 3, and Kingdom Hearts Melody of Memory. Dude, they got interestingly mom no reminds there? there. What? Oh, oh, they got mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mom's Wait, on there. Yeah, it doesn't say it, plus remind, huh? It doesn't say remind, which is a little strange, but hey, you know. Whatever. <laughs> they want you to buy Remind, I guess. But that's like pretty much everything you need with the exception of Remind to get caught up on Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, it's cool. It has those has the recoded movie like we talked about that made me fall asleep. Um it has DDD, it has one, two, uh Recom, everything. Everything except Remind. So if for some reason there's Kingdom Hearts game you haven't played and you have a PlayStation 4 or 5 and you're like, hey, I want to play these games. Just pay them. I don't know how much it is a month. Yeah, a I month? literally have no clue. I didn't even know they had, like I knew they had PlayStation Plus and then I knew they wanted to have like another thing, but I didn't know there was three. I thought there was only two. PS Plus extra cost. They really got Kingdom Hearts Four, on the mid tier. Fourteen ninety nine a month. So that shit's mid. Fourteen ninety nine a month or ninety nine ninety nine if you pay yearly. So you saved some money. There. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know the math. You save a dollar. Yeah. At least a month. You right. save like a dollar. Yeah. You save like ten bucks. I don't know. But anyway, uh, check that shit out if you are a Kingdom Hearts fan. Speaking of Kingdom Hearts fans, Jason, I don't. You know, we don't like to make this show political in any way, but. It was revealed that what a great way to start that <laughs> the first the first ever Kingdom Hearts fan elected to a a, a, a an office U.S. House of Representatives was elected during these 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 November elections. Maxwell Frost, Jason, dude, what what state what state, dude? Florida, the Florida man, baby. He's, he's representative of Florida's tenth district. Um, he's 25 years old. Wow. Born in 1997. That's crazy. That's like, that's like me being a house representative. Yeah. Right. right. What they doing now, down in to Florida? Be, <laughs> to be fair, the reason people are saying he's a Kingdom Hearts fan is because he tweeted years ago. I don't play much video games anymore, but I love Kingdom Hearts or something along those Based. lines. So, uh, good for him, you know? He uh, he won with thirty four percent of the vote. It looks like so. 
a lot of a lot of split votes there. Yeah, I was gonna say thirty four. That's like that's like pretty low. <laughs> oh, that was the primary. I'm looking. I'm on Wikipedia. Oh, okay, okay. That was the primary. <laughs> he won the primary with thirty four percent of the vote. Uh, but then he won. He won his district. So good for him, dude. Congrats. If you want to come on the podcast and talk Kingdom Hearts, dude, <laughs> hit us up. That would uh, be so crazy. <laughs> he's the first person from Gen Z to be elected. Wow. That's crazy. Pretty soon, Kingdom Hearts fans are going to run the world, Jason. You just wait. You just wait and see. That'll be an right? awful day. <laughs> That'll be a terrible day. It'll be awful. It'll be a terrible day. Hopefully, they're not a speedrunner if they are a Kingdom Hearts fan. It's like the odds are pretty low. I, <laughs> I, I was going to say something like... <laughs> like Oh, I, I, I saved 10 minutes on, on setting up this budget. <laughs> Gold split. Gold split. Gold split on the city planning. <laughs> it's just like something, like something terrible happens. And he's just right. like, that's a time loss. <laughs> it's just like. Like a literal like hurricane or something. But, but <laughs> uh, uh, I cannot confirm or deny if uh, Maxwell Frost is a speedrunner, but I think mm. he's probably not. So good for him. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I I guess we're gonna take a short break, Jason. And when we come back, not only do we have the question of the week that you guys have been waiting on for a literal month, but we have that's true question of the month at this point. Question of the month at this point. We have an old friend visiting the podcast, Jason. What? An old friend. He's not actually visiting. He's never been on the podcast before. But our friend from Game Rant, Justin Flynn, is at it again. And we're going to go through one of his articles when we come back. (laughs) We'll be right back. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Richard Epcar. Welcome to the Ansem Report podcast. Come to the darkness. Welcome back to the Ansem Report podcast. Jason. Huh? It would be fair to say, you know, in, in, in your life, you've done some things in your past that you look back on and maybe you cringe a little bit. Oh, definitely. Or like maybe they didn't age well. Maybe not even right? like that long ago. Like, right, it might Honestly, be like last yeah. week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe ten minutes ago yeah. when I said the thing about speedrunners yeah, not maybe. getting elected to Congress. Maybe you that's know? pretty like, maybe, cringe. Maybe. So, uh, <laughs> our man Justin Flynn at Game Rant, who we love, 
published an article, and he has the same theory about Kingdom Hearts. Mm, okay. And the article is called Kingdom Hearts, Five Moments That Didn't Age Well. Mm. Five? And I feel like five could be pretty solid, you know? Like, he's not reaching for too much. It's not top ten. I want you to know, you guys to know, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to BuzzFeed you guys, you won't believe number one. Number what? You won't believe number one. Number, you won't believe it. You literally won't believe it. You literally won't believe number one. <laughs> so stay till the uh, end. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read the article to you guys because I feel like the context of the whole thing is important. Right, right. We don't want to so, misquote this man. Right, we don't want to misquote our good man Justin Flynn. And he says, The Kingdom Hearts series features one of the most heartwarming stories in video game history. It follows the life of Sora, a young Keyblade wielder who was forced out of his home into a whole new galaxy. Okay. His first journey saw him scavenging various planets in search of his friends, but he has since gone on to vanquish some of the greatest threats to the universe. Sora True. has experienced a lot of unexpected things since departing Destiny Island, but not all of what happened is looked back on with fondness. Wah, wah. Uh-oh. Certain Kingdom Hearts elements haven't aged well at all, and though some were rectified in various remakes and remasters, it's hard to forget the sour taste they left behind. Okay. Okay. Before I get into the reasons, Jason, or the five things, do you have any predictions? I feel like the main one is just like Diz, right? Because that's kind of. Okay. Yeah. I mean, eh. you mean like what he did like, or his blackface? Like being in blackface is kind of weird. Um, it's a little cringe. It's a bit cringe, if you would. It's a lot of cringe. It's, yeah, it's actually really. It's actually cringe. very cringe. Like a uh, lot. Other than that, I can't really think of anything off the top of my head, really. Okay. So let's start with number five, and I feel like number five is actually the weakest one. Okay. But that makes number sense. five, the, the combat, combat scenarios from Kingdom Hearts 358 over two days. Mm. Okay, this, this and, seems and, like a reach, too. Like we're, and Justin says, Kingdom Hearts 358 over two days features one of the most heartbreaking stories in the Kingdom Hearts franchise. It documents Rox's first and only year as a member of Organization 13 and the journey he makes to unearth his true identity. As the only organization member who can wield a Keyblade, Roxas is tasked with venturing to various Disney worlds to release the hearts of all the heartless he encounters. It's an engaging story for the most part, but the gameplay is nowhere near as polished as it was in previous entries. Though Kingdom Hearts 358 over two days allows players to use a variety of unique abilities, attempting to do so can be frustrating due to how the game is designed. Roxas will need to equip certain abilities before starting a mission, as he will have no option to alter his arsenal after leaving the castle that never was. This means he can easily run out of spells and potions during his ventures. To make matters worse, the boss fights are incredibly difficult due to how they were designed. Thankfully, those who do not wish to experience the game's combat can watch the three-hour movie adaptation of the game included in Kingdom Hearts 1.5 HD Remix. Okay, dude, it's not that bad. Like, to be, like, the top five, I don't know, dude. I don't know if that holds weight. The, oh, this, this, this DS game had bad combat. Wow. <laughs> claiming that the, the three-hour movie is better is insane yeah um, yeah <laughs> like that just, maybe just like watch just, a youtube uh, video like talking right. about it i'm sure that exists <laughs> the three-hour movie not the, don't don't make me watch it <laughs> number four sora's response to organization 13's goal are you, okay. are you ready for this? The opening of Kingdom Hearts 2 sees Sora awakening after a year of sleep to find he no longer has a goal. 
Upon encountering the Nobodies, however, he realizes that a new enemy has arisen, has risen in the wake of Ansem's defeat. He journeys with Donald and Goofy to Yen Sid's mysterious tower, where he learns that no, what Nobodies are, beings who lack hearts. The most powerful Nobodies can retain their human forms, but like their primitive counterparts, they still lack hearts. Their sole purpose in Kingdom Hearts 2 is to reclaim the hearts they lost, but Sora has no intention of allowing them to do so. <laughs> to reclaim their hearts, these nobodies form a group called Organization 13 and begin creating artificial Kingdom Hearts. Without Roxas, they are forced to rely on Sora to defeat Heartless and thus release the hearts trapped inside them. The more hearts that are released, the closer they come to achieving their goal. Though they appear evil, their goal isn't overly sinister. Most of the evil acts they commit are in response to Sora's attempts to stop them. The climax of the game sees Sora slaughtering Ain't, each member of the organization no way. and ruining the Kingdom Hearts they created. In a way, Considering he's all they wanted was a chance to feel emotion again, Sora's actions were a little organization insensitive. Organization 13 did nothing wrong, bro. Right, bro. He really... Ain't no way. <laughs> really? Even if wow, you look Sora. at it in the lens of only KH2 being out, that's still an L, bro. What are you talking talking about <laughs> he said that was a little insensitive to murder Syak sora <laughs> <laughs> like they like kidnap Kyrie. they like try to turn beast into a heartless by just like torturing him mentally and emotionally like <laughs> yo <laughs> just like thanos bro did nothing thanos wrong he did nothing wrong, bro. He, was it, right. he wouldn't have killed Iron Man if Iron Man would have just let him snap half the world. That's you know what true. I mean? Like, <laughs> like, come on, bro. He was just trying to do it to save everybody. Like, yeah, crazy. Uh, number three, Kyrie slow character oh development. Oh my god, I'm rolling my eyes <laughs> on every level. Oh my god, metaphysically rolling my yes. eyes right now. Kyrie was largely sidelined during the events of the original Kingdom Hearts in favor of Sora and Riku. She spends most of the narrative unconscious until she's awakened by Sora towards the end of the game. She then asks Sora if she can accompany him on his journey to confront Ansem, but Sora refuses her request as he believes it's way too dangerous. Kyrie reluctantly accepts his decision, but secretly vows to help him in the future. Kyrie obtains her own Keyblade in Kingdom Hearts 2 and briefly uses it to defeat a group of Heartless. She firmly states, This time, I'll fight. But most of the fighting is left to Sora and Riku. This is understandable as she lacks the necessary experience to take on the organization, but this shouldn't be the case in the sequels. Kyrie's, Kyrie is eventually chosen to be a guardian of light during the climax of Kingdom Hearts Dream Drop Distance. She is given a limitless amount of time to prepare for the upcoming battle against Xehanort, but she ends up getting captured by Zenness during her first battle. Aside from the Remind DLC, each entry in the series has failed to portray her as anything more than a damsel in distress. So, okay, I hate to I hate to help this guy with his argument, but he doesn't even mention the most like the worst one, which is mom. Yeah. Right? It's Melody of Memory. Yeah. So he doesn't he doesn't even and this article is only three days old. So before you go, but Mike, maybe he wrote it before Melody of Memory came out. No, this article is only three days old. So I'm or a little he's been confused. On it for years. <laughs> that's I mean, that's possible. <laughs> that's possible. Uh so I, I, we've talked at length about how sick we are of the Kyrie doesn't do anything trope. Um, this is just like, okay. Yeah. Everybody wants to see more is. Kyrie, bro. Like, I don't know. <laughs> to say that it like hasn't aged well. It's just like, it doesn't really right. make, 
It's like still yeah. happening. What do you mean? Right. I know. I know. It's it's pretty weird. Anyway, number two, the introduction of time travel. Prior to the release of Kingdom Hearts Dream Drop Distance, fans had no real issue with the plot. It was easy to follow and understand, but the introduction of time travel left many players confused as to what it meant for the series. Though most have learned to embrace the complexities that come with the Kingdom Hearts game, some despise the way it was used time travel to progress the plot. I'm going to say it is a little bit based for him to say that it was it like that it's easy to understand. You know what I mean? Because for the most part, that is true. Like right. the whole what's happening? Kingdom Hearts is so hard to understand is some BS, bro. Also, interesting, he uses the term the climax of Kingdom Hearts Dream Drop Distance again in this article. <laughs> the climax of Kingdom Hearts Dream Drop Distance revealed that the main antagonist of the game was actually a young version of Master Xehanort. Before becoming the Seeker of Darkness, Xehanort planned for f 13 versions of himself to meet in the world that never was. This allowed previously defeated villains to return from the grave, rendering Sora's past triumph somewhat less impressive. Many felt that using time travel to resurrect these fallen enemies was a cheap move, and though it suited the story, it left a bad taste in the mouths of some fans. I don't know. Uh, like, even sitting there, like, playing through DDD in one sitting or whatever, it's, like, still not bad. And I feel like they do a good job of actually keeping to their own rules like i, I want to know what he thinks about uh, about endgame you know what i mean like talk about right. like putting some rules out and then immediately breaking it in the same movie like right <laughs> so okay number one here is the reason we're talking about this article <laughs> you won't believe number one you won't believe number one so so we, know, we haven't we even talked about this and we're not going to. Oh, my God. Uh, as you guys probably guess, before we start recording, I sometimes like we'll just search Kingdom Hearts on Google. Excuse me. Just to see what uh, wacky shit pops up. Just to see what wacky shit's out there. And maybe there's some news I missed or something, you know. And this article came up and Jason and I were in a call and I got I didn't even read most of the article. I just scrolled down to see what all the, you know, different um what the five were and I got to one and just started laughing uncontrollably <laughs> because it's, it's fucking ridiculous. I was scared. Um, Jason, you I, should I still be scared. Don't know. You, uh, yeah, I didn't tell him. I said, Jason, I'm not going to say anything else about this article. We're just going to do it on the <laughs> podcast. Um, you said everybody wants to see more Kyrie. Oh God. Wait but a the second. Number one, the number no, one It's the KH2 thing. <laughs> There's literally the no way. Is Kyrie's visible undergarments at the altar of Nought in Kingdom no Hearts 2? <laughs> what? <laughs> if you go up to her and then move your camera in a very specific angle, what in the fuck, dude? What the fuck? All right, I'm going to try to read this without laughing. <clears throat> For the most, I'm going to read it like Yoda voice because I think that will stop me from laughing. Mm. For the most part, Kingdom Hearts is designed to be an appropriate game for children to enjoy. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts 2 advertised itself as a game suitable for fans age 10 and up. Oh, God. But there are moments in the game where this rating 
can be called into question? No, it's shot, dude. Upon reaching this the final room way. of the game, Sora gets the chance to converse with his friends before beginning the final battle. Hey, if no the way. player positions the camera in a certain <laughs> no way, way while standing beside Kyrie, however, hey, they may no notice way. an inappropriate design choice. Kyrie's undergarments are clearly visible from below her dress. <laughs> Though this might not seem like such a big deal on the surface, the fact that Kyrie is only 15 years old during the events of Kingdom Hearts 2 Bruh. is definitely problematic. It's problematic as you're writing a goddamn article about it, bro. Thankfully, the developers corrected this unseemly design choice in the Kingdom Hearts 1.5 HD remix, but it's hard to forget that it somehow made it into the game's initial release. <laughs> Wouldn't that be the 2.5 remix, not the 1.5 remix? Right? Yeah. Well, it, on yeah. PlayStation 3, yeah. Right. So you didn't even get that right. So, okay, I, I understand this is a, like, obviously the character's panties being visible is not cool, right? Obviously, like, I don't need to tell you guys that, but like acting like it was like, if I remember correctly, you didn't even have the ability to control the camera like that in the original game, right? You couldn't go into first person, could you? Well, I don't think you used first person to do it. Oh, you just got close to her and then you could say, I've never done it. I, I, don't, yeah, know. I don't know. I, I just don't get how you would with first person. Yeah, I guess that's true. I don't know. The, the, the point is, like, <laughs> I don't know. I'm designing a 3D model. And there's, like, there's default models that you start from that right. will have those undergarments on them. Right. I don't know. Like, it's just, it just uh, this is such a weird thing to act like. It's like the hot coffee mod in GTA. Like, yeah, that's in the game code, but it was hidden, and then people modded it to find it. And then people were like, this game is, is, is a bad game. And it's like, you weren't supposed to find that. Like, yeah, they should have removed it from the code, but, like, it's not in the game, technically. You can't access it unless you, like, hack the game. Yeah. Now, this isn't exactly that, but, like, who? why the fuck are you looking at Kyrie's panties yeah. anyway? <laughs> why the f why the fuck are you making an article about Kyrie's panties, bro? Because let not let's not act like this wasn't the reason that he started. Well, that's the what article. I was gonna say too. Is it's like the rest of these the rest of these um moments that didn't age well are like reaching. Yeah, they're Stretch Armstrong. You even talk of about reaching, blackface, dude. dude. Like, what the fuck? The only thing that actually hasn't aged well, because you know what? As as the Kyrie thing aged, it was patched out like. This was not. <laughs> this is a strange article from my man Justin. But I, you know, as I do, I like to go through other articles that um people have wrote recently just to give them a shout out. You know, like uh, Justin's been working on a lot of God of War Ragnarok uh, okay. walkthroughs. Okay, respect for Game Rip. Respect, which is good. Um, we got Final Fantasy five most cathartic moments in the games. Okay, probably some spoilers. Yeah, I mean, literally the thumbnail has a Final Fantasy 15 spoiler in it. So. Okay, yeah, that's that's cool, yeah. Ten best dogs in Disney movies. Oh, okay, okay. Like that, like that. More God of War Ragnarok. Ten best Final Fantasy duos. 
Okay. And the thumbnail has Renoa and her dog. Okay, nice, nice. And Aranea and Prompto. Uh, okay. Underrated duo. Uh, okay. Um, ten they iconic do, movie dogs. They team up in the DLC. We got another dog episode, dog one. Ten iconic movie dogs. Kingdom Hearts, eight best dogs in the season, the series. Well, what's up with all these dogs? Uh... We're gonna click that one in a second. But my favorite article when I was looking through that, um, that that Justin wrote here on November fourth, the seven most iconic movie rats. Dude, I love I love a good rat. <laughs> I know you do. Rats. Uh, if you had to guess who the most iconic movie rat was, who's number one? Mm. Well, like, just in general, all rats? All movies. All, all, rat, all, all rats? rats and movies. All rats and movies. My top two guesses would be, like, Radigan or uh, Splinter. Uh, neither of them are on the list. Neither of them are on the list, period? Neither of them are even on the list. Uh, Remy. Remy is number one. Okay. <laughs> Remy How the is fuck number are one. neither of them on the list? Uh, number two is the rat from Fantastic Mr. Fox. Okay, dude. Number three is Scabbers from Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. Okay, dude. Over Splinter. Number four is Roddy from Flushed Away. Okay, this is this is just disgusting. Okay, this next one's Hugh Jackman. Based, really? <laughs> This this next one's based. Number five, Templeton from Charlotte's Web. Okay, that's pretty based. That Templeton's is pretty based. based. Yeah. Uh, number six, Bruno's Rats from Encanto. Mm. I don't know. Can't I can't really. And, I, I don't know. And then number seven, Rizzo the Rat from the Muppet Christmas Carol. Mm, that's based. pretty based. That's pretty based. Yep. Yeah. All right. Let's look at the top eight dogs in Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> I just go through. Because <laughs> I need to know. Okay. Well, who's number one, Jay? Uh, wait. What, what's the article again? Top eight dogs in Kingdom Hearts. Top eight dogs in Kingdom Hearts. Yep. Uh, probably Goofy, right? Number one, Goofy, yeah, of course. Yeah. Number two. Number two. I don't, did they put Pluto as two? He, uh, he's not two, but he's on the list. Okay, okay. I, I just wasn't sure if they'd just be like, Pluto and Goofy, number two. Uh, number this, one, two. this one is a good answer mm. to me. I might have put this one number one. It's Stitch, honestly. Not a, not a dog. Yeah, but in the movie, she's like, that's my dog. <laughs> I don't think Stitch is on the list. Let me look. Honestly, they should have put it because that, that works. Um, nope, Stitch is not on the list. Number two, a dog, huh? A dog? It's Meow Wow. Dude, that's based. Yeah, that's true. Meow Wow's based. Number three is Pluto. Okay. Number four is a boss, an enemy. Hmm. A dog boss, huh? Dog boss. <laughs> dog boss. Dog boss. Dog boss. Dog boss. Dog boss. <laughs> dog boss. <laughs> dog boss. Dog keep. What's the other one? <laughs> what the fuck? What is it? Girl boss gatekeep. Gaslight, right? And, and dog light. Dog light. Dog boss, dog keep, dog light. <laughs> that's actually funny that we named three dogs because number four is Cerberus. And that's ah, what I'm going to call the three boss. heads from now on. Dog boss. Dog, dog boss, dog keep, dog light. 
Uh, number five is kind of cheating because they list all 101 Dalmatians. Okay, yeah, that's some bullshit, dude. But the one, the six, one when you're returning them, and he always does the... That one's the best. Yeah, that one's the best. Number six is Skull, which... Mm. Skull's a wolf, okay? Yeah. That's a wolf. That's a wolf. That's a wolf. Uh, number seven is the dog in the bag. <laughs> okay, that's hype. That's hype. Dog bag, dog bag. And number eight is Bad Dog, the heartless from KH2 in the underworld. That's all right, I guess. That's yeah. what I was thinking anyway. of. I was like, no shot. Bad it's dog, like bad dog. in the top five. <laughs> Holy shit, that scared me, dude. Sorry. Came out that's of nowhere. Okay. All right, Jason. Now that we're out of that. Yo, is it time for the question of the week? Oh, yeah. oh shit. <laughs> Fucking got me. Thank you, Afroxis. I've missed you. Uh, this week's question of the week, Jason, is from Kyrie Smoking Hot Grandma. Kind of a classic one. Worst enemy type in Kingdom Hearts, no bosses. Oh, hell yeah, dude. I'm excited for this one. I've been mad so, for a minute. For a month. Angel says, Arch Ravens. Fucking bitch-ass unversed that fly 500 feet in the air yep. and barely be hit even when you're Aqua and you have double flight. Yep. Literally half the fun of spamming a Magnet Thunder combo co command combo is knocking Gone. these fuckers out of the way ASAP. Later, bitch. Also, Mandrakes are pretty shitty, but at least they stay on the ground. Arch yeah. Ravens, my detested. Well, and then, like, you lock onto them, and then you just, like, you just see the ground. And if you're playing Aqua, it looks like you're trying to look up her skirt, like, earlier. So, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of weird. Yeah, yeah and as we know, that is a despicable act that has age not well. aged well. <laughs> Egg of Dog says, those dumb fucking police dudes in the grid. They're apparently called Black Guards, and they are the worst designed enemy in the series. They're pretty dumb. Fighting more than two at once might as well be an insta-death. Yeah, they, they suck. I, I remember those killing me when we played on the, uh, the charity stream two years ago. Yeah, I hate the grid. I kind of like it, but yeah, it's dog. I have a whole rant about the grid that's a clip on our Twitch channel, because I hate it. Meteoric Man says, Icy Cube, specifically in 358 over two days, if you didn't equip enough fire spells, you were fucked. Runner-up would have to be Hot Rod slash Mad Ride. That's true. Yeah. Those damn cars, dude. We're going to see a lot of those cars in this question of the week. Yeah. Gabriel says, the nobodies with the cubes. Sorcerers, right? I could not get past them at a low level in the Cavern of Remembrance. Only obstacle for a long time, so I took it personally. Yeah, dude. Those will mess you up. What? And then, like, in Cage 3, there's the one that just has, like, a billion health bars for no reason. Yeah. They're annoying. Oblivion says, the cars fuck those guys. You already know. You already know? If you don't know about Zach Braff, they, they suck. They still suck. Kyrie Spoken at Grandma says, Tank Toppler. Awful unversed from BBS. They randomly decide to become invincible if you damage them too much. Those are annoying. And chase you around and suicide bomb you. On critical, they one-shot you. Yeah, it's pretty It's pretty annoying. Well, especially because there's that one in the minigame where it's a big one and you have to hit it like a million times and get a high score. Right. Fuck that guy. Zombie says, The Angel Heartless from KH1. Those things killed me so True. many times. Any KH1 endgame enemy, 
I'm hitting the fattest true. And then the uh, chat devolves into a, a conversation about farts and as a sexual... What is wrong with you guys? ...release. And guess what? Eggs involved. Imagine mm. that. Hmm. And to respond to that, Dangus Khan says, I would let She-Hulk lift me like a dumbbell. Anyway, my answer is any of the fucking dumbass pirates from KH2. <laughs> Fuck those boners. Oh, Derogatory true. for skeleton, Keck W. They look like shitty Mumford & Sons cover band, and I hate trying to fight them within the one-by-one one square of moonlight that the KH2 maps provide. Yeah. Top ten mechanics that were barely cool one time. Yeah, that that one, you, you could almost say it hasn't aged well. Yeah, you could almost say that it actually doesn't make sense that you can only damage them in the moonlight. Yeah. Because if you watch the movie, you can't damage them when they're a skeleton. Yeah. It, it doesn't really make a lot of sense. It doesn't really make a lot of sense. No. Nomura, bad at game design. <laughs> Alex says, this one does absolutely nothing but spin and stun lock me for three hours, and I want to bash its head in. Holy fuck. Let me move, goddammit. Stop spinning. He has a picture of one of the uh, little sorcerer, flying sorcerer boys. I don't know what the name of this one is. Blue. It's not Blue Rap City, but something like that. Oh, it's the, yeah, it's the the one that does, uh, it, it almost looks like a tornado around it. Yeah. Somebody can tell me what it's called. I, I, I don't know. Zach Padilla says, basic shadows, because I hate when they just say F you and go into the ground. That's pretty annoying. It is. Crizzle Crew says, I don't like large bodies, but that's a very weenie opinion, and I should get over it already. <laughs> At least you know. At least you know. They're just some big uh, boys. If you... I don't know, dude. Like, an eight-year-old Jason is... Like, yes! Like, somebody said it! I think, uh... Last time I did the randomizer, Mike is saying it in the fucking Agraba room. Yeah. Because I... The, the those bandits. are the flame ones. Yeah. The, yeah, I fucking hate them. Uh, Zetha says, Those goddamn unversed with the stupid wheel on their back, if you hit them in the front, they roll around for yep. six years before exploding. Why? And you don't get XP for them. It's so stupid. Yeah. Tank topplers. Chris McKay says, I'm glad there are a good amount of unversed on here already. I think BBS has some serious issues when it comes to grunt enemies and is the weakest entry in the series when it comes to them. I could go on, but I'll just stick with the one that I think is the absolute worst combination of ugliest design, worst moves, and least fun to fight. The fucking shoegazer. That's true. Yes. Fuck the, the shoe. I get the pun. It's supposed to be a foot soldier. Ha ha ha. It has two physical moves, kick and stomp. A fucking one-year-old playing with his shoes probably came up with his fucking moveset. <laughs> I get they were limited by the PSB, but come on. Do, don't they Do you have know like what a invulnerability move? What? I think they have like an invulnerability move. Oh, Chris isn't done. Hmm. Chris isn't done. Don't don't worry. Do you know what shoegaze is? It's a genre of music that is named after those effect pedals musicians would step on. You wouldn't know that looking at the enemy because instead of deciding to be more creative, they just made it a fucking shoe that stomps and kicks. <laughs> This thing is like Guard Armor Shoe's disowned child. And the Guard <laughs> Armor Shoe probably had sex with a rock or something oh, God. to make this because one, it's dumb as fucking bricks, <laughs> and two, it has a fucking shield move. That's true. I didn't even mention yet how this thing can just go into a shield. It's like the purple mushrooms doesn't make so much sense worse. either. The purple mushrooms at least had rare drops and were optional. 
These are Colosseum battles with the shoegazer that have timed, and you might get fucked just because it decided to shield. And the big one. Hate this motherfucker. He's ugly. He's uninspired. He's annoying. No other answer is right. Okay, I don't know about that last part, but like, hold on, though. they're pretty Chris annoying. Is not, Chris is not done. Chris, <laughs> Chris has another post. Chris is losing his mind. I'm not over it. Here are some ways they could have improved the design. One, delete it. Okay. Two, yeah. change the design based on the world. Slipper for Cinderella, sandals in Olympus, etc. Three, have it kick a soccer ball in first. Four, if you get its health down, the shoe breaks and it's a sock with worse armor. Five, make it have gum under itself and it can do a slingshot move using the gum to project itself forward. But instead they decided, let's make it a shoe that does shoe things and has a shield because shoes have shields, right? Let's look at the journal entry. When it comes to these foot <laughs> soldiers, the more the more the scarier. <laughs> and they like to team up for a combination attack, so bring them to heal <laughs> one oh at a time. Oh god. They like to tuck their heads in when the going gets rough. Most attacks can't hurt them while they do. Name me a journal entry that sucks cock worse than that one. <laughs> And like half the time you see them, they're in groups of 10 and pretty much force you to play a distance strategy. Otherwise, you get stomped in the oblivion or the last one shields before you can kill it. Another issue with BBS is a lot of enemies have very specific ways you have to kill them. See mysterious figure, giant gas boy, etc. BBS has bad design. And if you say it doesn't, you're lying to yourself. Like, how does the fan base let BBS get away with being how shitty it is? Every enemy is just a Walmart version of a KH1 enemy where <laughs> someone was in a meeting and their boss said, you need to make one last on verse or you're fired. And the brain dead intern looked down at the boss's feet because each and every Osaka <laughs> team member probably has some embarrassing kink that they're too afraid to mention. And this intern probably said, senpai, perhaps we could ooh, make a sh shoe enemy. No, I'm such a baka. And then their boss, who also has a closet foot fetish, was probably like, yes, finally someone other than me has suggested the shoe what the fuck? <laughs> Holy Chris. shit. Chris. I, I, Chris. Chris, it's okay. BBS can't hurt you. Chris, I, no, it can. It clearly it can. It clearly has. I, I just, it clearly has. I'm paid off by the... I feel like Chris, when Chris sits down with their therapist, they talk about shoegazer. Mm. You know, every single time there, there's like the the ink blots. What do you see? Shoegazer. It's always shoegazer. Shoegazer. A fucking shoe with a shield. It's a shoegazer. <laughs> uh, SB Cat, Donkey's brother. Ooh, yikes! SB says, Neo Shadows feels like half the time they're fucking spinning or underground or doing something where you can't hit them. Merely a true. Main, mainly a KH1 issue. True. So frustrating, especially in the last room before you fight Ansem. Exactly. True. And also, I'd like to wish SP a, a happy late birthday. Yeah, it's his birthday today. And hopefully you can not be Dunkey's brother sometime soon. And maybe he'll disown you or something. I hope so. I, ho I hope he tells his um, I hope he tells his fan base to give you a, a bad rating on Metacritic, SP. And then you can be free of him. Orpheus Joshua says, there's a couple I could choose. The Shoegazer, and essentially everything for BBS can be shitty, but that's only if you don't use zero gravity or magnet, which the entire game is broken by, so essentially they're rendered moot. Sorcerers also suck, but they can be reflex spammed like pretty much anything else in KH2. The cars can be broken by magnet and reflect. 
Chicken Little and Stitch also break way too much shit. Might come up with something else later, but I'll agree with SB and say the KH1 Neo Shadow. It's a far worse version of the normal Shadow since they're underground most of the time. Never fun to fight. Thankfully, they're just special rare Heartless. The Pirates from KH2 are also up there. Cool mechanic that feels half-assed and frustrating. Is it a cool mechanic, OJ? Is it? Or has it aged poorly? Jerry Theoden says, That first pack of Wyverns when you begin ascending Hollow Bastion, no matter how many playthroughs I do, I get anxious about getting knocked off the castle by those things. Dude, fuck that spot so much, dude. I hate Mm -hmm. that spot with every fiber of my being. Phil Games says, Any enemy from KH2 that has the ability to stunlock Soren, make him repeat his nah battle quote 83 times per second. There are way too many of them to pick a specific one. That's true. Like the like the spinny boys, like the, the horse boys. Yeah. Oh, you came at me? Nah, I'm gonna spin. <laughs> uh, I feel like we should have just done the podcast because all the everybody giving out all this rage is helping me like get through my shit, you know? Yeah, that's true. People are really mad. It's uh, therapeutic. Yeah, it is a bit. Uh, Stewcat says, I don't know what they're actually called, but I hate the fucking cars in Cage 2. They're so fucking difficult to beat up. I got stuck on the part where the building's on fire for two hours. Yeah. yeah it might have been my fault because I didn't understand the mechanics, but those fucking cars kept killing me. <laughs> Fun yeah, fact. Fuck those cars. That's also where I died a ton in my cl- critical run, and they're also in the Cavern of Remembrance in yeah. one of the first rooms. The cars fucking suck, and they're the bane of my fucking existence. Thank you, Stewcat. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Shark with an understated, the car enemies are annoying and they do kind of suck. Sad face. Neutral face. No, neutral face. Not even sad. Oh, that's true. <laughs> neutral. Tara just texted me. Are you okay? No. Just reading the question of the week, dear. I'm, I'm actually not okay. I should have just responded with that. Uh, Sean says, the cars are annoying in KH2. The boats in KH1 can be annoying when you can't fly, like in the tournament. Pro tip, use gravity magic. Gravity is great in KH1. True, Shans. Thank you for the tip. Iron Agro says, The KH2 cars should die horrible, painful deaths. They should know the pain they've caused me. Facts. Gavin Dodson says, It's the cars. It will always be the cars. Yeah. ATK324 says, My mind immediately went to the hot rods in KH2, and then I tried to think of any other enemies that drove me as mad as those did, and I couldn't. I know I can just shock them now, but I didn't. When I was 12, LMAO, press X to win my behind. Oh, Invisibles can blow my balls, too. True. Zathomir says, from my limited experience, the worst ones are the assassin nobodies. I remember always having a difficult time with them when they sunk into the floor. Yeah, they're kind of they're kind of terrible. Yeah, those are annoying. Especially when they do the one where they just kind of blow up on you. Yeah, I'm not a fan. So that will just, like, one-shot you. Wildcat Diana says, those horrible QB-looking bunny unversed in BBS. They are ugly and stupid and massively overpowered. When they flap their ears to the ground... When they flap their ears to the ground to you... To beat you them. Diana stroking out? Anyway. (laughs) I might have stroked out. Who has a bunny phobia on the monster design team and why are they in packs of six? Whose idea was this? And then Shark adds, the enemy bunnies can also be annoying. Thank you, Shark. 
Um, Smirk face, neutral face. <laughs> Guess what? Chris McKay's back. Okay, back to Shoegazer. Other things they could have done. An attack with oh, shoelaces. No. When two are together, they do a walking attack as if they are two feet on the same body. Okay. Summon one of the drum pedals to step on and hit the player. A reference to Shoegaze. Like, come the fuck on. They had endless flavors, and they chose vanilla! And what if you blocked them, the shoe fell upside down and was stunned for a second? That'd be cute. It'd be better than just stomping, shielding, and shoe puns. Osaka team should all be fired and forced to be stepped on. <laughs> There's a reason most of the yeah, unversed like and come back for three, because holy fuck, what were they thinking? <laughs> Chris. Chris, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay, Chris. Uh, Cage Waterblock says the Mandrake un Mandrake unversed. Fuck those guys. And those are the guys that go on the ground and, and shoot, shoot the destructo discs at you, dude. Yeah. And they like delete you. Yeah. Egg adds Mandrussy. Hmm. Thanks, Egg. Jip says my answer is the Wizard from Cage One or Sorcerer. Maybe I forgot which one they are called. But specifically, when you're on the lift in Hollow Bastion, you can't move it until you kill them, and they're casting lightning for 84 years, and you yeah. can't hurt them while they're doing it. Honorable mention to that and the motherfucker who throws rings at you while stuck in the ground in BBS. True. Billy the Kid Lawrence has a picture of the um, Heartless from KH3 that looks like a lady. Oh, with, with the, the umbrella. umbrella? Yeah, yeah. And he says, this bitch, she thinks she's all cool and shit with her umbrella. She ain't no mommy. <laughs> definitely not an answer to just say mommy. Yep, definitely not. Then I have to scroll through a large amount of gifts, including Austin Powers gifts for some reason. Okay. It's a me, a mommyo says Sniper Wilds and Final Final Mix. My anxiety, my anxiety, my anxiety. <laughs> Why? Do, my anxiety. <laughs> my, uh, my anxiety jumped so high for the first time I saw one that I didn't pick up the game for over a year. Yeah, Sniper Wilds are pretty wild. Kyrie's bro says the worst enemy type is those annoying classic enemy big bodies. They've always bugged me, especially when you're just grinding levels and mashing buttons. You have to get behind them thick boys. Yeah, anything that makes me just stop mashing X instantly, dog. Kerosene says, those swashbuckling pirates and the pirates of the Caribbean. I low-key grinded here for a few hours to get to level 35 to beat Larkseen, but she is too swift like Taylor. I can't seem to go ahead with just playing Lion King or for whatever reason, sing along with Little Mermaid just to get my limit gauge up. Sad day when you realize that you just miss the simple times of whipping Waka Titus and selfies ads back home on Destiny Island. True. Very reminiscent there. Very, very reminiscing. And then finally, Cheese and Quackers says the door from KH2. I mean, who wants to battle a fucking door in a video game? <laughs> if I wanted to battle a door, I would just go find one of those really heavy doors at fancy restaurants and struggle to open it while people look at me with confusion. Oh, no. He's pushing a pull. Oh, no. I hate when it blows you back and you have to make your way back right in front of the enemy and try all over again. P.S. It's good to be back answering the question of the week again. I agree. It's good to be back with the question of the week. True. Before we get to your answer, Jason, and my answer, there's one thing I wanted to mention that we didn't mention earlier, and that is that we are, during the subathon, we are going to be bringing back the mod elections, the Twitch mod elections. And if that's something you're interested in participating in, you can go on the Discord, and there's a post in the announcements where you can react to uh, be considered to enter that contest. True. Jason, what is your answer for this question of the week? The only answer is the Invincibles, dude. Those motherfuckers go invulnerable for so fucking long. They do so much damage. They have too much health. Like, oh, Jason, just gravity spam them. It's like, okay, yeah, now I gravity spam them, and then another wave comes out. 
you're like, oh, dope, dude. That's Jason so sick. Standing, Jason standing in the Pacific that's, Ocean. That's so another way. That's so freaking sick, dude. I love it. And then they'll just they just do this stupid mechanic. That, oh, this is to teach you how the mechanic works in in uh, the Ansem fight. And it's like, no, dude, this is cringe. They look cool. It's pretty cringe. But everything else is dog. It's pretty cringe. You know, if you would have asked me when I first played KH2, I'd tell you the cars because yeah, uh, I didn't know the ways to deal with them. But now that I know that Chicken Little just and then you can also like there's a lot of ways to deal with them and you can just you can just burst them down before they get to their uh, DM. So to yeah, speak. if you have them um, in the air and shit, uh, you know, I don't even know that I've ever thought about the shoegazers. But Chris really has me thinking that maybe I haven't thought enough about the shoegazers. <laughs> My second answer but, is like any of the enemies that get enlarged in BBS when you get into a tornado. Yeah. Where they're huge. Any of those enemies, worst enemies in the game. But that's not even about the enemies. It's about the arena they put you in, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. You know? No, that's a boss. Spoiler, I was gonna say, there's shoegazers in there. I, I was going to say the fucking uh, boss that's specific to the Mirage Arena, the fucking Iron oh, the, whatever. Oh, the, spin, the spinny boy. Yeah, but he's a boss. I can't. Pick yeah, you him. can't say that. You can't say that. I can't. I can't say that. Uh, my other answer is is the dancers, because like you hit them to the point where they they want to DM you, and if you're on critical, and sometimes even like proud, you'll just get one shot. Yep. It's stupid yeah, as hell. Bad. They're pretty bad. I don't like the um, the spike balls in KH two. They can be mean. That you fight, uh, the, in my head, most specifically, when you're fighting with all the Final Fantasy characters. Yeah, with Tifa. Tifa and Cloud. Um, they're pretty terrible. They can, and especially on crit, they can hurt you pretty bad. So I'll, I'll say them for now. Well, like, that reaction command doesn't fucking work half the time. Right. right. You're just I pressing agree. it, and it's going, uh, uh, uh. Yeah, anyway, that was the, this week's question of the week. Uh, question of the month, question of the year. Thank you guys for answering. Uh, thank you for being patient. And Chris, uh, if you need someone to talk to you about the shoegazers, man, hit us up. You know? I, I don't, don't know. Really, I think you need I'm professional not, help. I, I don't yeah, think I'm I not can a therapist. Help, don't actually hit us up. Like, yeah. uh, we're not therapists. But yeah, I'm not qualified you should definitely, for that level. You should, definitely talk, you should definitely talk to somebody about it. <laughs> uh <laughs> Next week's question of the week, Jason, is um, not a Kingdom Hearts one. Uh, what? But I think I think because uh, thematically I've connected it in my head. Okay. You know, you could say that the last four weeks I was a bit lost, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was a bit lost. Uh -huh. And Cheery Theoden has this one. Inspired by Mango taking the wrong bus, what is the craziest slash funniest story you have of getting lost? Hmm. And I have a I have a specific story in mind that I want to tell. Okay. And I feel like people will have some good stories. So I, I think uh that's gonna be next week's question of the week. Sweet. So uh please look forward to that. I'm now like adding it to the Discord, so that's why I started talking in a weird in a weird way. Anything anything else you want to say before we get on out of here, Jason? Nah, dude. I'm just I'm just glad to be back. Uh Make sure that you follow us for the subathon, and mm -hmm. make sure. Mm -hmm. Well, and we're starting with uh, Kingdom Hearts Recoded. 
So yep. be there, be or, or be square, um, not <laughs> Enix. And yeah, be, uh, if be, you forget uh, what day, just think thirteen. You know, org thirteen, and of um, December. Yeah, be be there, December. or uh, they'll put bugs in you. Yeah, um, you know. Yeah, really, just you know, glad to be back. Uh, if you want to be a part of the mod election, uh, make sure that you uh, go into the Discord and react to the post in announcements. And uh, also, yeah. One, one, one thing I, I just remembered. Um, while we were kind of on hi, hiatus, so to speak, uh, um, a new podcast from me and Sean debuted called What Is This, a Crossover Episode? A BoJack Horseman podcast. And it is on all of your podcasting services and our YouTube channel. It's Sean's never seen BoJack, and I've seen it multiple times. And so we're kind of um, watching an episode and then talking about it together. Uh, uh, and so you can, if you've never seen the show and you're interested in a funny horse show that's sometimes kind of poignant and sad, um, then please go check out that podcast. It's uh, we've, We're having a lot of fun with it. Um, oh, God, I posted the question a week, and it just says several people are typing. Uh, <laughs> so yeah go check that out what is this a crossover episode with me and Sean and um, other than that we're going to be streaming on Twitch some more soon we haven't really been during the hiatus because like I said Jason was busy and I was busy um, but check us out on twitch.tv slash super spaghetti bros in preparation for the uh, subathon which is coming very very soon on December 13th yeah. so, alright uh, that's it for this week's episode of the answer Performer podcast we'll be back next week with episode 27 Jason Hit him with it. May your heart be your guiding key. Thank you. Now fuck off. <laughs> I don't know why I laughed. It, was it wasn't funny. Ladies and gentlemen, that was episode number 26 of the Ansem Report podcast. Woo! It's good to be back. Thank you, everybody, for listening and watching. Thank you to Fabio and Jesse of Metal Vista Media for our juiced theme song Radiant Garden we love it I could smooch those boys right in the face if they let me consensually for letting us use that theme you know who else I'd want to smooch on the face Jason consensually um um all of our patrons over at patreon.com slash super spaghetti bros who during this bit of a content hiatus have still been supporting us we really appreciate it uh, at some point soon, Jason and I will watch the movie Avengers and do fine. I'll do it myself. I promise we will. <laughs> and there's some other stuff that we're doing. You can uh, check out um, from the last episode. We did a reaction to the Kingdom Hearts animation, uh, and we put that up on Patreon for exclusively for Patreon uh, enjoyers. And so uh, we're going to be doing hopefully other stuff like that soon. But until then, let's just list off our wonderful patrons. Jason, kick us off. Famous for nothing. Nesquik 502. Billy the Kid Lorenz. Corinverg, Dr. Lambic, D.P. Grant, S.P. Cat, Gavin Dodson, Iron Agro, Iron Daddy Shaw, It's Ya Boy Woody, Lisa S., Mr. Trumpeter 711, Swarles Barkley, Water K.H., Zach P., Pokemon Trainer J., Elbow Juice. Panda Love. Frank Verg. Shane Plunkett. I don't know why that made me laugh. Just, I don't know, it was something about the way you said it. <laughs> Shane Plunkett. I feel like I'm going to say everybody's name the same way. Unholy Dolphin. Vetus. 
What's up, Carl? Lands of Masters. Regular Pat YT. Get Roxel. Jip 214. Warning. I laugh before you even say it. I can't. I can't hit. Like, everybody on the Patreon should change their name to Warning, and then this would be just a fucking nightmare. Uh, Armandito, who is a new uh, Patreon supporter. Thank you, Armandito. Librarian Gamer. Kyrie's Bro. Afro Roxas. Dick Butt 23. Travis Town. Junior. Chene. Phil Games and Strawberry Mango. Thank you guys so much for supporting us over on patreon.com slash super spaghetti bros. Like I said, I promise there'll be more soon uh, other than just supporting us. We want to give you guys, you know, the bang for your buck, you know, as a fucking old timey salesman would say or something. But uh, yes, anyway, thank you guys. Or we some other kind you. of snake oil. Yeah, some kind of snake oil salesman <laughs> that's taking your money every month without giving you any content, would say. Uh, but yeah, thank, thank you guys. We love you, and we will see you next week for the Answer More Podcast number 27. That's correct. All right, bye, guys.